Heartbeat of Love. That's coming up next right here on The Right Stuff. Welcome to The Right Stuff. I'm the Queen, Parker J. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, we're going to be talking to my guest co-host and contributor today, Patricia Brindle. Patricia is the author of the book, Heartbeat of Love, and this book is going to rend your heart in two, as well as give you so much encouragement. I can't wait to tell you about it in just a few moments. As always, I want to thank our Patreon team for their support. We've been showcasing Christian authors worldwide for 10 years, and as God gives us grace, we'll continue to do so. To find out how you can help out, simply go to patreon.com slash right stuff and see what you can do. And as always, we covet your prayers. To stay up to date with PJC Media, simply go to pjcmedia.net, click on that pink follow button, and you'll never, ever have to miss a show. Subscribe to our new YouTube channel and click the notification bell to be notified of uploads, new exclusive content, and more. Go ahead, subscribe today. Thank you all for your support of my newest release called The Butler's Daughter. It's book two of the Black Gotham series that started with The Butcher's Daughter. So go ahead, pick up The Butcher's Daughter and The Butler's Daughter today. And without further ado, we're going to bring on my guest co-host and contributor today, Trisha Brindle. Trisha, how are you doing today? Hi, Parker. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm very grateful. And thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here with me today. Before I go ahead and just dig into this book of yours, I want to read your bio. So don't blush, okay? (laughs) Patricia Brindle is the author of a touching and inspirational book, Heartbeat of Love. The author's inspiration for her career was a painful yet beautiful walk with her daughter, Ellie, who battled a rare and deadly disease called Pearson Syndrome. Brindle earned an associate degree in nursing science from the University of Pittsburgh in 2005. She is also certified in CPR, first aid, and AED. This path gave her a greater admiration for life with a deeper perspective of understanding, knowledge, compassion, and love. She carries these qualities not only for her family and friends, but also for her patients and for the family members who walk in the way of their loved one's sickness. She has worked in multiple fields of nursing, which include hospital emergency, psychiatric care, school nursing, and health and wellness. She was also a director of a program that bridged the physical and mental health arenas. Brindle's work was recognized with an award, the Rural Health Program of the Year for the Total Health Program. In addition to Ellie, Brindle has two daughters and four grandchildren. Born and raised in Wilcox, Pennsylvania, she has lived in Dubois, Pennsylvania, and Ridgeway, Pennsylvania. She is back in her hometown where she lives with her husband. And we'll be having her website available for you, dear listener, to go ahead and check out today. So listening to all that, Trisha, what are you thinking as you think about, I'm talking about a book about my daughter. I'm talking about pain. I've been through nursing. What do you think about all of that as I read your bio? I think it was quite a journey, a journey that brought me into a new awakening, so to speak. 
it is amazing what God has planned for us, even though we have no idea where we are going. And in order for me to write this book, I had to go through different journeys in my path. And as people know, with Ellie battling this rare and deadly disease, you know, she, she did pass. But God takes bad and he turns it into good. And I, I think what people need to understand is in John 10, 10, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, not God. And I, I want to make that clear. That's where I'm finding my joy. Because I was so mad at God for two weeks, <laughs> just two weeks. And then I did some search, researching, and, and that brought me into a whole new light uh, in this book. And all I can say is God is good and all glory goes to him. But you said that it was quite a journey. And when I hear that, I can just tell that that journey was fraught with a lot of difficulties, a lot of soul searching, tears, pains, and bittersweet joy. So I want to start at the beginning. What happened when you had Ellie? Just tell us the happy parts of all of that. Okay, when I had Ellie, it was amazing. My my uh, pregnancy was different from my other two daughters. And through her pregnancy, I was dizzy all the time. And I'll never forget, it was uh, the first part of my trimester, I had such a sharp pain in my right lower abdomen. And I was on my couch praying, Lord, please do not let me lose this child. I had no idea what was ahead of me. But Ali, she brought so much light to our family. She was had this cute little snoot that she would make when she was happy. Um, she loved music. And it's amazing. I came across this plaque that said, music is well said to be the speech of angels. How true is that, Parker? And she loved the outdoors. She loved to be cuddled in rocks. Ellie had so much, but yet she had battles, right? But we battled those with love. But in turn, we didn't realize the depth of this love, which is God's love. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. And it just makes this a very interesting conversation when we talk about this, because I can tell some listeners are going to be like, but Ellie was so young and she suffered this great loss. How can God be a good God in a, something like that? And I'm pretty sure you had those type of thoughts too. Oh, I absolutely did. Like I mentioned before, there were two weeks that I was angry. I was angry with God. How could a God take my daughter away when I begged and I pleaded with him? I begged and pleaded with him to save her. And then I'm thinking, okay, take me, God. Just take me. Give her the life. And everything that I could think of, it, my, my mind, it was a whirlwind. And, you know, the thought of losing your daughter is unfathomable, right? And so I prayed. And my husband, he went to church and he had an amazing group of ladies that he prayed with. But what I found is even though our prayers may not have been answered in the way we wanted, there was so much good that came out of this. I don't look as though I lost Ellie. I really don't. Ellie lives on through every heartbeat, through through every sense and, and smell and memory. She lives on. And, and just knowing that she's in heaven gives me such joy and reassurance. But, Parker, please don't misunderstand me. It took me a long time to get to where I'm at. That's why I call it a journey. 
it took me over 20 some years to get to this point in my life. 20 something years. I can definitely resonate and sympathize with you about that. Grief and the death of someone who you love, someone that alters reality for you must be extremely difficult, you know, but after all of this soul searching journey, what the Lord has done in your life, you decided to write a book about it. Now, what was the genesis of this particular idea? Well, that's amazing. Uh, through my journey with Ellie, I had to journal every step of the way with her when she would make gains and when she would make losses. And this was for the doctors to understand the process of this disease because it was so rare at the time of her diagnosis. And I believe it's still rare. As they told me back then at the time of the diagnosis, there were five in the United States, 10 worldwide. So getting that information and, and trying to process that was quite hard. But taking this journey, I had to research. I had to do a lot of research into what this was all about. And it was all about God's love. And being mad at God, I realized that it's part of the journey that I had to go through. Everyone who loses a loved one, whether it's a child or a parent or anybody, and, and it doesn't even have to be a loss of a family member. It could be of a job. There is a process that you have to go through. But with that said, I want everyone to know that when you go through that journey, your loved one is never alone and you are never alone. And I have learned that quite clearly through the Bible. And it actually states in Deuteronomy 31.8, says the Lord himself goes before you. He is with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Do not be afraid. It says he will never leave you or forsake you. That touched my heart. So I knew all of that care that we went through with Ellie, we were never alone. And I have to admit, in the heartbeat of love, it gives such great testimonies to the walk that we went through with her and with my journey, just to show the amazing love of God. And it amazes me even when I read it over and over, of what God has done for us. Now, I want to talk about this because even though you're the one I'm interviewing, I know this was something you and your husband went through together because it's a horrible thing to be told to get ready to have a funeral for your child that you already love so dearly. And you said something here, it was, or it's actually been said that most married couples get divorced due to the loss of a child. And was that something that you and your husband struggled with? Did you actually think, you know, I can't deal with this? What was going on to where you were able to become not part of the statistic? That is a good question. Just imagine, Parker, being in the room when you found out your daughter's diagnosis, and we had no idea what Pearson syndrome was. And like you said, they said, go home and plan a funeral. And we're looking at the doctor with shock utter shock. And then once we came back around and then he told us about, we both looked at each other and we were ready to fight. We're going to fight for Ellie and we're going to fight for us. And what really held it together was God. We went through, he went his path and I went my path because we were so busy. He worked so hard to keep us financially stable while Ellie was going through this, and he still does it. I mean, like I said, he went to church and he prayed with a group of women, and 
So that gives you your faith. And, and when you stand strong on your faith and you stand strong together and you pray together, I believe you can get through anything. Now, mind you, yes, we had our hardships. I'm not going to say it, it was perfect because it was not. He grieved a different way and I grieved a different way. But what is so great is it, it finally all came together. We had to learn to live without part of us because when Ellie passed, a part of each of us died that day. But then we learned all about what God has done for us. So I say standing on faith and standing on prayer and realizing what God's love and that fight within us, we were going to hold on tight to it. Now, we've been talking about Ellie and we've talked about Pearson syndrome, but I know our listeners are interested in knowing what exactly is Pearson syndrome and why is this so rare among the infants of the world today? You know, I I would like to know why it is so rare myself. Syndrome has many diseases underneath it. So think of the syndrome part of it as an umbrella, okay? Some children will experience the same type of diseases and some will not. I understand today as I do some research that these children are living longer, which is amazing. Right now, all the doctors, what they're doing are treating symptoms because there is no cure. At one point, it's a mitochondrial disease, so they tested to see if I had any bad mitochondrial, and praise Jesus, I didn't, because I couldn't imagine the fact that I gave this to my daughter. But at that point, and this was 20-some years ago, they had no idea either. And so with Pearson syndrome, they experience, and I'm just going to tell you what Ellie experienced, she experienced many blood transfusions, many hospitalizations due to electrolyte imbalances, due to Fanconi syndrome and chronic diarrhea. She experienced lactic acidosis, respiratory issues, sepsis, and much more. But Allie's demise, it came to sepsis of the negative gram rods. And I mentioned that she had it prior, but those were positive gram rods. So that means that the positive gram rods are easier to clear up, where the negative, they send toxins throughout the bloodstream, which usually will lead to death. But let me reiterate on the lactic acidosis so people can understand what these words mean. Lactic acidosis is when you work out really hard, okay, aerobics or lifting weights or what have you, and you notice the next day that your muscles are sore and you might hurt a little bit. Well, children with Pearson syndrome feel this all the time. So imagine that discomfort. Uh, Fanconi syndrome, how they explained it to me was her kidneys. It all has to deal with her kidneys. And, and they were like buckets with holes in them that could not hold the sodium. So they had to treat that with a base called sodium bicarbonate, which would help kind of keep out or keep her uh, sodium balanced. So there was a lot of struggling and a, a lot of give and take in how to, to help these children, you know, how to balance their electrolytes and how to keep their lactic acid levels as low as they can. In Heartbeat of Love, it, it explains how high hers were, and, and that's a danger zone, you know, and along with all her other electrolytes. And it gives you some terror stories in there that we went through and it's amazing the miracles that have come out of it and yes they were small but they still were miracles 
One thing I would love for you to expand on is the lessons that Ellie taught you in the brief time that she was on earth. She taught me strength. I've never seen a little girl have so much strength and and the love that she had. And like I said, having that discomfort all the time, that's why she loved to be cuddled and rocked, and we loved to do that. Ellie just loved being with her family, and she showed us the joy. So there's joy and there's strength, but most of all, the courage. The courage that this little girl showed us. There were times that she shouldn't have been even moving or talking, or and she didn't talk much, mind you, but smiling but she was and towards the end when how sick she was she should have been unconscious but she was not she was holding our hands so she gave us so much love and strength and joy and I'm so blessed and grateful that we had her for that short time I love the fact that you said that she taught you strength and people tend to think that just because you're a child you may be this and this is a weird way of looking at it, this burden to society. And yet the Lord says, suffer the little children that come unto me and forbid them not, for such is the kingdom of heaven. We learn a lot about God through the eyes of a child. Parents learn about how God loves us through the care of our children. The Lord says children are a gift from God, you know. And when you look back on that, it just really moved me that you said she learnt, taught me strength because even in the midst of her pain, she was still your little girl. She was still able to impart God's love to you, even in such a fragile way. So that's just really encouraging. I hope that encourages our dear listeners out there. So make sure you go ahead and pick up your copy of Heartbeat of Love by Trisha Brindle, or actually Patricia Brindle, wherever books are so. Go ahead, pick it up today. You will be blessed, encouraged, and you will feel this mother's pains as well as her joy. Go ahead, pick up Heartbeat of Love today. A couple more things I want to ask you before we end our show today, Trisha. How can one discover a deeper faith, because that's what it sounds like what happened to you, especially in the midst of tragedy and loss. Well, I read John 3.16 that said, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. And when I read that scripture, I thought, wow, God gave up his one and only Son for us. He stood in the middle of the darkness. He took that away. He defeated death, disease, sickness, illness. He, he did all that for us. And then, then I read Abraham back in the Old Testament, how he was willing to give up his son, Isaac. He had that faith. He had that faith. There's always a purpose and a plan. But Abraham knew that God could raise Isaac from the dead. And that hit my heart so hard because I thought, wow, could you give up? Could anybody give up their child, somebody else, right? And then there was me. I thought, oh, my goodness. Now, this is afterthought. I'm like, I wasn't willing to give up my daughter, Ellie. I was willing to fight, and I wanted him to take me. So let me tell you, with your heart, mind, and soul, understanding the depth of what 
God did for us just brought a whole new dynamic to the darkness that people face. And when people face that darkness, know that there is light that carries them out. Because Jesus said, I am the light of this world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but have the light of life. There's so many scriptures that brought so much understanding about God's love. And I'll tell you what, it carries me through today and forever. They're amazing. I am so blessed that you shared your story and your daughter's story with us today. And I'm glad that you used the gift that God gave you over these years to create the book Heartbeat of Love, available wherever books are sold. So go ahead and pick up your copy today, dear listener, about Ellie. Now, what's Ellie's full name? Ellie Elizabeth. Oh, Ellie Elizabeth. Oh, that's, that's adorable. And was she named after anyone in your family? She was named after my husband's sister, the middle name. Oh, that's beautiful. I actually like the name Ellie. I love the name Ellie. It's so just spunky. <laughs> you know what I mean? It has a little graceful spunkiness to it. And I like the idea of thinking about your Ellie being with my granny right now. I love the idea of them just hanging out in heaven, talking with Jesus. That's just, it's just a beautiful gift to think that one day we'll all be with them sharing in glory. You know what I mean? And that's one thing I think I would like for us to end on a, a strong note here, that even in the midst of tragedy, if we are believers in Jesus Christ, if he is our savior, if we submit to him, we do not have to worry about the sting of death. Even Paul said, death, where is thy sting? Grave, where is thy victory? You don't have it anymore because God is the God over life and death. Amen. You know, we will be with him because we are his children. And guess what? Even though Ellie has such a brief time, she is walking with the Lord. Her and my granny walking with the Lord. That is just something that just makes me smile. And I hope it makes you smile too, Trisha. In the few moments we have left, what I would like to do is I'm going to mute myself. And I would like for you to pray for anyone else who has dealt with the pain of losing a child because you know that pain intimately and I can pray but my prayers are only going to come from a place of sympathy there's no way I can empathize I don't have any children but you know that pain Trisha and I know that the words that God will pour into you are going to bless the listener dealing with that pain right now so I'm going to go ahead mute myself and let the Lord use you as he sees fit Father in heaven, we ask that you come to the aid of every parent that has a child that may be suffering from disease or sickness or whatever is in their dark path. Lead them and show them the light. Give them your hand. Let them know that you are there, even though it's in the still small voice. Shout it. Shout the light, the bright, the joy into their hearts. Let them see you. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Trisha, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being with me on the show today. Thank you for helping me to give encouragement to our listeners out there who may be experiencing the same thing. And I cannot wait to have you back and have you back real soon. Oh, thank you, Parker. This has been a joy. I appreciate it. And we were talking today to Patricia Brindle. She is the author of Heartbeat of Love. It's a wonderful tale about the pain and the glory she experienced as she dealt with her daughter dealing with 
a rare and incurable disease called Pearson syndrome. And through that, you are carried along through her journey. But her journey doesn't end in pain and sorrow. Rather, it ends in love. Want to find out how? Go ahead and pick up your copy of Heartbeat of Love, available today wherever books are sold. Thank you so much for joining me for this edition of The Right Stuff. I'm the Queen, Parker J., and you have a wonderful, absolutely glorious, blessed day.